Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, got a chance to meet the Bucks' new offensive coordinator, Liam Cohen. Very, uh, I guess... Energetic, not like a Dave Canales quite as much. Like he didn't walk in and, and tell us it was first and ten, like Dave would. Or how's it going? Um, but you know, a young guy and and likable, very likable. Said the right things. You know, he won the press conference. Um, and and if you care about that at home, he's thirty eight. You know, Canales is actually older, and unlike Canales, he's called plays, and he did that last year at the University of Kentucky, which he says is why he left the Los Angeles Rams. But if you needed any confirmation, and we've been saying this now um, really since I kind of broke the story on, on Cohen interviewing, he was the last guy to interview, but that was for a reason. You know, he told us that they were on to him pretty early in the process, and they interviewed a lot of guys, you know, several of which not accidentally had – some close ties to Baker Mayfield, especially when he was with the Rams. Um, you know, Alex Van Pelt obviously was his coordinator with the Cleveland Browns. He wound up going to the Patriots. But they didn't want to bring Cohen in here, and then the word gets out. And now if he doesn't get the job, the people at Kentucky are all upset. And, oh, boy, yes, they are upset. Because this is the second time that he's you know been the runaway bride for the Wildcats. And so he did come down, and, and he gets the job. And without any hesitation, confirms the obvious um, when I asked him about Baker Mayfield. And, you know, they're not, no, everyone's being pretty upfront about it right now. And I thought Cohen was extremely succinct when he goes, he's obviously the reason that I'm here. That's real. Like, you know how many guys go, yep, that's real. Yep, got me. That's it. <laughs> Uh, he said, but at the end of the day, this is going to be collaborative. I think he wants to be here, but we know we've got a long way to go, and I want him here. He's going to be there. He's going to be there. In fact, he was there, when I say there, at the facility at the Advent Health Training Center for Cohen's press conference. What in the press conference, but he met Cohen outside in the breezeway. So he drove in, came walking up. Good to see at least his key pass works still. That's his positive sign. Well, he's not a were, free agent yet. I mean, is that, not that yet, but March, I mean, so. he's not. Yeah, the new the new league year has not begun. So, I mean, I, I, does I don't his know email still work, or do they get that in the NFL? I don't know. Like, I don't <laughs> know. Like, they let him in the building, or let him in the parking lot. I don't know. Maybe he talked his way in the parking lot, but he well, came. You know, you know the up. security guys. They'll let you in. Well, the thing about the security guys is nothing against them because they're nice guys. But there's there's a couple that uh, it's Groundhog Day. Seriously, like Sonny and Cher's on the radio and I'm driving through and they're like, and you are, and I'm like, here every day. <laughs> that's that's who I am. Stroud. Yeah, Stroud, Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Same guy, 
Same routine. <laughs> it's amazing, man. But um, even have a little badge that says my name with my picture on it, oddly enough. But um, so Mayfield Mayfield comes bounding up, and and actually the the Bucks did a good job of putting some of this on social media, which is kind of a you know, kind of a bro hug, you know, with your back outward, and then you know, sort of, um, hey, I haven't seen you for a while. How you doing, boy? That was really something last year, and blah blah blah, and and then then it was over. But we got to spend some time with Cohen and my I mean I like him you know seems like a decent enough guy I don't know how smart he is uh he's got a football background gym rat you know grandfather father coaches football coaches and uh he was a, he was a college quarterback so all he wanted to do he says is play in the NFL that didn't work out and then he said all I wanted to do was coach in the NFL like this is this is kind of where I want to be but he kept going back and forth between the Rams, Kentucky, and, you know, now now Tampa Bay. So I'll take him at his word, but, um, you know, and he, you can tell he has a, a very much an, an affinity for, for Baker, who came into the Rams a year ago, fresh off waivers, had two days to prepare for a game uh, against the Raiders out there, um, didn't start the game. They went in really, really quickly thereafter, and it was dramatic and as much fun as you can see anybody have on a football field. And that's what Baker brought to the Rams, who were having a terrible year. Um, you know, just uh, not this past year, the year before that, twenty twenty two, and Baker kind of lifened things up, and they rediscovered sort of their love for football. So they had a familiarity. They've seen what he was able to do, and. I think Cohen is genuinely excited about not just being in the NFL again, like been there, done that, right? But he said with the Rams, even though he was given the title of offensive coordinator, he never had to, the responsibility or, or the ability to call plays. And so that's why he went back to Kentucky because he wanted to be that play caller. And so now he's got that experience, and now he can go back and try to fulfill his dream of being in the NFL, which is, he says, really all he wanted to do. Um. But I, I've got some thoughts. I haven't written about this, so I maybe I should keep it myself for a while. But you know, it's interesting. I got I got to thinking, Steve. Like, if you're if you're Cohen, right, and you're going to risk losing your job at Kentucky, which you like, by the way, because because you have a chance to call plays. You're in the SEC. Um, first year, last year, they did pretty well. But if you're that guy and you're going to take the risk of coming down here where somebody could see you, right? And you interview for that job. Of course, the first question every interview in that building had to, had to ask was, "Where are we at with Mayfield? You know, who's my quarterback? You know, they had to ask. You have to ask that question. You can't take that interview without saying, "Yeah, he, uh, Baker's great. Uh, yeah, did really well next year. Is he out of here? Did we lose him?" And and I don't. You know, the Bucks can answer in any number of ways, including. Well, we were hope we hope to sign him. We, he says he wants to be here. We want him here. Those are all great signs, right? They are, and but they're just words. And, and so, until you have a signed contract, I need to know, especially if I'm Cohen and I can I, I can stay at Kentucky. I need to know if it, who's my quarterback, man. Am I coaching Trask? You know, are we gonna if we lose Baker? Is that is that who I'm coming here for? And that leads me to believe that. The only way you could sort of guarantee, oh, no, no, he's he's not going anywhere. And he may not on his own volition. He may just decide, 
hey, let's work something out. I want to stay here. You know, three years, whatever you're going to guarantee, you know, $35 million a year, whatever it is. Um, that's fine. But short of that, all you can do is is use the franchise tag. Like you could say to any coach right now, oh, Baker Mayfield's going to be our quarterback. How do you know that? Because if we can't reach an agreement, we'll just franchise him. That's the only way. And I know that there's other players like, you know, uh, Antoine Winfield Jr., for example, that is a huge priority. But with Antoine, I think it's easier in this sense. You know, he can come and say, hey, I'm the second best safety or, or the best safety, one of two, in the National Football League, and I have an all-pro to prove it. So I, I got to be at least the second highest paid safety in football. Done, right? Happy to do it. Where do I, where do I you know, where would you like the contract at? Um, so I think you can still get a long-term deal with him without. Now, would there be some anxious moments? Yeah, if he wanted to jump ship, there would be. But that's when you got to kind of know your client, right? Or at least his agent does, and you say, "Hey, we're going to use a franchise tag on another player. Is your guy going to bolt and take it as an insult?" And the answer is going to be no. He'll know what they're trying to do. But um, yeah, I, I, I mean, again, they they both want to be here. Uh, obviously, Baker wants to be here. The Bucks want him back. Usually, that means the stuff will happen. Um, but it hasn't yet. And at least as of Friday, there hadn't been any real meaningful discussions. So. How do you, you know, how do you ensure that Baker's back? And he did come back. Like we mentioned, he got through the guard gate and you know shook hands and all of that. We didn't see him in the press conference. I didn't see any players there. They're doing some construction over there at one buck two, so it's kind of all messed up. Um, but you know, Todd Bowles has his guy, and in many ways, or in some ways, he's got kind of a better resume than Canales. I mean, Canales spent all his career under Pete Carroll, which is no strike against you, right? But all those years, and they passed over him with so many offense coordinators, including Shane Waldron, who came from the Rams. And, you know, he came here and and knocked it out of the park, and good for him. He's the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. But, man, oh, man, at least this guy has, has called plays. You know, like he's not a first time out of the box dude. Because I thought many times Canales, especially during that streak, was just out coached. You know, those guys on the other sideline are really, really good. And um, they can make you look like a college coach sometimes. Um, so, in many ways, I think, you know, they've got a guy who's got a little more experience, a lot more experience, actually. Uh, and, and he said something else, too, that he's going to do that I think is smart. And I'm kind of calling for this is Chris Godwin's going back inside. He's not going to play out on the boundary anymore. Like that that thing was kind of to preserve his health and I guess it did in that in as much as he finished the season. And he had over 1000 yards, so I'm not minimizing his contribution here, but that's not his position. And if it means he plays one more year cuz he's going to get beat up, oh well, you chose the profession. Like that's kind of where the football's at these days, you know? It just is. And so yeah, I, 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 I reserve the right to see you know that they're wrong, but I think Florio said something smart the other day. I was listening to him on one of the shows, Mike Florio, and he said, "What are the odds that the Bucks are you know backed up against the wall find Dave Canales who kind of struggles and goes through a you know 
losing six out of seven, whatever, that he finds his rhythm as a play caller and the team excels and it goes as far as they did. And he get, it's so good that he gets a head coaching job. Now, what are the chances you find another guy that's even just successful? You know, because this league is full of percentages where, yeah, half these guys don't hit it out of the park the first time. You know, so it could be though that maybe they're maybe they're going to be two for two. You know, he's got a lot of the same mm-hmm. uh, principles, a lot of the same language. Well, I think for same, to go two for two, Baker's got to be back. He has to be because unless unless you're going to do something amazing with Kyle Trask that we don't think is possible, at least I don't. You know. When yeah, I, mean, I I think if if Kyle was the guy, we'd have seen him by now. Yeah, and, and you know the other thing you mentioned was when he was out in L.A., they had like four quarterbacks that terrible year, and uh, one of them was John Wolford, and he's here. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot a lot of familiar faces, and I know Baker's happy. You can see it the smile on his face when he greets him. You know, if you go on the Buccaneers website or, or Twitter or whatever, you'll see that video. It's pretty cool, and um. I, I do. In, in many ways, like I knew nothing about Canales, right? And, and frankly, I probably knew even less about this guy. But at least when you look at his resume, you go, okay, he's done it. He's been in the arena. He knows what that is. Now, it's college football versus pros. But he said that's why he left was he wanted to be the guy that was being accountable. He wanted to be that guy who, you know, had to make those decisions and play calls. And so he was willing to, uh, you know, to leave his dream job, I guess. Uh, with the Rams, and of course, he learned a lot from Sean McVay. He's coached with guys that have been very, very good. You know, I, I like him. Let's see, let's see if he can get Baker because that's that's the whole key to everything. You know, hell, they would they may take Mo, they wouldn't take me, but they they take a lot of people if they could be assured that Baker is back. And I I think one of the ways to do that is to franchise him, um, but they probably won't. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention, um, yeah, I I think I did. Chris Godwin back in the slot. We've been talking about that. It has to happen, um, and then Rashad White. I think you got to you got to commit to using him as a receiver as much as you do as a rusher. I think his value is in total yards, not rushing yards. Although he came within what like ten or so of a thousand, um, you know, had well over fifteen hundred yards total last year. He's an awfully good player that they can get more out of. You know, likes the offensive line. You know, thinks a lot of the calls will be similar. Shouldn't be a big learning curve, you know. So, heck, they the Bucks may well have made a nice save, and you're gonna have to do that with defensive head coaches. They're gonna be losing guys if you're successful. Um, but he he made a nice save with this guy, uh, and then you know, then it's up to him to prove to us that he does know what he's doing. He's, he can call plays and he can score points and and make them better in areas that they haven't been good at, like like rushing the football, which I think they absolutely have to do. All right, it wasn't uh, just the offensive coordinator that the Bucks were busy hiring. They have also begun the process of hiring an offensive line coach. We'll tell you about who that is in just a second. But first, for the first past 14 years, you know the skilled pros of May Electric Solar have been installing solar energy systems in Florida. They provide the most reliable solar equipment, the best installation methods in service while helping homeowners cut energy costs with an environmentally friendly investment. Now, May Electric Solar uses their own skilled employees Never subcontractors, and they've always offered the safest and most reliable equipment. Well, now May Electric Solar offers a 30-year no-cost equipment replacement and labor warranty. That means for 30 years, May Electric Solar is backed by Solar Insure. That means your roof, electrical, and equipment replacement is covered. 
Solar Insure even survives May Electric Solar. It's owned by the homeowner with no deductibles or additional fees. Now, the policy will transfer to new homeowners with no fee. It's not a blanket insurance policy. In fact, only the best contractors are allowed to be part of its program. May Electric Solar's reputation and history of workmanship has earned them this membership. To learn more about May Electric Solar's installation and their 30-year warranty, call 727-819-2862 or visit mayelectricsolar.com. So it didn't stop with Liam Cohen when it comes to finding guys that have connections to Baker Mayfield or at least maybe the Los Angeles Rams in this case. Uh, this this happened probably later Tuesday night. The Bucks had begun uh, sort of contract negotiating or, or trying to bring it to a, conc- a conclusion with a new offensive line coach. He's Kevin... Carberry, and he was the assistant offensive line coach for the New Orleans Saints. But before that, uh, the two years before that, he was the offensive line coach for the Los Angeles Rams. And so you see the connection, um, you know, obviously with the new offensive coordinator. Uh, I know nothing about this guy. It, it's very hard for me to kind of grade offensive line coaches until you see the job they do. Um, those were two sort of one year was good. One year was not so good when they had all the quarterbacks in Los Angeles. They didn't run the ball particularly well. They weren't last, which is good because the Bucks have been. But um, I know that at least Cohen must have targeted him, identified him. When, when, he, when he left L.A., uh, he became an assistant, as I mentioned, offensive line coach with the Saints. And now he's back in charge, you know. And uh, Cohen talked about it, you know, about that he's very much aware of where the Bucks have been running the football. And he said, you know, the, the run in, in the past, you know, that marriage is so important. And, you know, you're trying to be balanced. You want to be explosive in both run and pass. And he says they take a lot of pride in it. And that, you know, they had to understand to, you know, study defenses and, do more of that than to study themselves and, you know, get things like gap integrity and fits and fallbacks and things of that nature um, to try to break down, you know, the the run game. And then I think Baker Mayfield will play a big part of that as well. But this, this offensive line coach, good, decent credentials, like not overwhelming, but um, a guy that's been around the block a couple times. So the the key is, he did it for the Rams, and after one year with the Saints, he'll be joining them. They still have to hire a wide receivers coach, uh, perhaps a run game coordinator, if you will, to go with the O-line coach. Um, I it, it became kind of clear to me during my conversations after the podium with Liam that you're probably going to have, probably gonna, not going to have Thad Lewis back. I tend to think that, you know, when you're going for the same job and the other guy gets it, you can get awkward there. I, I tend to think that, that Thad is probably on that list of, guy, of you know people that they're interviewing at least. So I'd, I'd kind of be surprised. And I don't want to jinx him or anything or say that, you know, he doesn't deserve it. But um, it was noticeable by its absence, you know, just not really talking about certain people and whatnot. Um Yes, Todd Bowles getting it done. He's still got more hires to go. I don't know 
you know, the next time we'll probably see him. We didn't see Jason Light. We'll be at the Combine in Indianapolis. Um, you, have, you know, we'll go all the way up there and talk to the guy that's fairly close by here. But um, and then and then it's I kind of like Radio Row. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> exactly. Hey, want to talk some Tampa guys out in Las Vegas? Here you go. They're all there. Uh, but overall, like, if you were just to say to me, and, and of course, a big part of this is Mike Evans too. But if you said to me, "Look, they got a coordinator. There's continuity on offense. This guy's actually sort of an upgrade because he's called plays before. Same sort of youth and energy, and Baker loves him and." We're going to get Baker back. Now, what about Mike Evans? Well, there should be enough money for him too. And I can't negotiate his deal. I've seen a lot of crazy things out in the media that aren't substantiated with anything. That's why I don't believe him. But, um, you know, is is he going to get mid-20s? Is he going to get, you know, 27, uh, 25, 26? I, I tend to think not. But, heck, someone's got to figure out what his market is. But if you if you if you get Mayfield and Winfield and all the fields back and Evans and you know any of the other key free agents and run it back, I I feel pretty good about that team. Just have to see what the coordinator can do. He may be better than Canales. Canales struggled like like heck after those first four weeks. You know they lost six out of seven, and in many times he was just outmatched. Um. But this guy seems, he, he just seems, you know, like he's just come through a year where he called plays and he learned stuff. Uh, and I like his philosophies. It's about, and Tom Moore says this all the time, it's about the players, not the plays. I love that. I love that from a coordinator. Like, don't be wedded, you know, to, God, I, I just can't wait to get to this play. And, you know, um, if you're if it's a big down, if it's a, a score you need, you go to, the, you, go to the, you trust the player, you know. And as he said, a guy like Mike Evans, some of those 50-50 balls become 70-30, you know, and that's a, that's a huge difference. So um, Kevin Carberry, offensive line coach, they still have a bunch of hires. I, I Like I said, I don't think that that'll be back. That remains to be seen. Um, so still some changes, but they got time to go. I mean, they got, you know, we got Super Bowl this weekend. That typically there's not a lot of hiring that goes on that weekend. They'll try to get it done either before or sometimes after. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of it's good we finally got going because last year it was February 18th before they hired Dave Canales. I mean we were well into February, so this guy will hit the ground running a little bit quicker, and um, that certainly will help him. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, before we get out of here, I just want to go on record as saying that, yes, sometimes we we miss free throws, but yet another athlete named Stroud, this time a USF basketball player, no less, allows USF to come from way behind and beat Charlotte 
to remain now solely atop right their their conference in yeah, they're half game ahead of FAU who's still 8 and 1 the bulls are 9 and 1 gotcha gotcha but eight, well, what game, an exciting eight games game. in a row for USF yeah that's a conference uh french or team record school record for yeah them, school right? record for conference wins in a row mm-hmm. and they led for 29 and a half seconds of this game that's that's the stat right there that's incredible to me and and not for nothing, they 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 didn't lead until then, but they also had about two opportunities or three opportunities were just free throws that they could have led way before that, mm-hmm. and uh, they couldn't knock them down. Um, there's something going on at USF, man, and I just say what you want about the conference and you know who's leading it, who's in it, that you know the blue bloods of college basketball and all that. This is a really nice. This is a neat story. It really is. It's a neat story for USF. Uh, it's a tremendous story for and Charlotte too, who lost tonight and, and played a whale True. of a game. I True. mean, they were predicted thirteenth in the conference. USF was predicted ninth, and they're tied for first halfway through the season, the conference season. There you go. I mean, you know, that's it's tremendous stories. But what Amir Abdul Rahim has done at USF has been fantastic. In this game, like they were down by seventeen early. And, twice. And I had think no, they've done had that no, twice. Had no business you know? being in the game. Like no, Miguel was about the only one attacking. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of guys sitting around waiting. Right, but man, do they come back? And they did this against Memphis. They've done it against other. Like, well, they don't quit. And and as the announcers on on television even said, as Raheem told him, "We're gritty, not pretty." I love that. You know, and, it's and, coming on a T-shirt somewhere by you today. It should um, be. It should be. Yeah, I love that. And and that's kind of how they play, mm-hmm. but it was a little bit of a rope dope. Like it's like you know, and eh, we're gonna get down, and then and now we're gonna beat you. You know, it's like, and they could have won more handily, but uh, my namesake Stroud missed some free throws, um, but he did make some big shots down the. And I loved the crowd. Like what was cool about it was I. When's the last time you think that many people packed that place for a for a men or women's basketball game? Oh, it's. I mean, I don't. I didn't see a number tonight, but. I didn't either. I wonder if it was a record. You know, I, I was mean, following a lot of people on X and and saying, you know, mm-hmm. outside of a UCF game, that's a lot of us they've heard that place. That's really cool. That's probably the coolest part about all of this is that, you know, students, fans come out. You get to take a little pride in your school, and, um, you know, you got a good basketball team. What was it a few years ago that FAU kind of made that run? Mm-hmm. Well, they, yeah, and, they were in the Final Four last year. There you go. And yeah, just last year. You're right. You know, but and that's what you know. The crowd, particularly, that's what was kind of disappointing as you're watching the first half, and and South Florida looked out of sorts, and Charlotte was taking it to them, and and you're just like, you got a big crowd, and they lay the egg, you know, yeah. But I mean, they came back, and it was great. And Alex Golish was in the house, and and Derek Sharp has a video on his Twitter timeline of the the bucket that gave them the lead with 29 and a half seconds to go, and Golish standing up, full fist pumps. He was like, in like it, he man. was the coach who was just they, they took the lead, you know. You would see on a football sideline. I mean, he was into it. That's the way it should be. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. you know what? It, if you're if you're Alex Golish, right, and you're building what you're building, and you, you know, you can't draw any fans. Like you're imagining it too. You're going, look, this is great for USF. This is great for sports fans at USF. If they do anything and and carry into the March Madness or any of that stuff, it's going to be tremendous, you know, because. Now you know there is a fan base out there. You just got to win. <laughs> so once you start winning, you, you know you can tap into something. But that's I think it's good. You know, 
rising tide and all that, man, it's going to only going to help them too in the long run. And, you know, if they somehow were to get in the NCAA tournament, that that's a whole game changer there. No question about it. And, and you know, we talked about this last night. I mean, you know, M- Michael Kelly appears to have made two home run hires. Tremendous. This past year. Yeah. And Alex yeah. Golish and now Amir Abdul-Rahim. Yep. And, you know, we'll see what the future holds for both. And, you know, Alex Golish is getting ready. Spring football's close. I think the spring game they announced for April 13th. Okay. So, you know, we're getting close to spring practices starting there. Yep. And, you know, it, it's it's fun to have a college in town that's on the, the rise. Yeah, you just hope they stay there in both programs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the key. And, I mean, uh, both have been down for a while. and They really have. And, and you hate seeing that because then you don't talk about them. You don't cover them. You just, it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's more fun. I mean, as 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 Tampa Bay sports fans, if you've known this for the last five six years, like all our teams do is win, <laughs> no matter what what what. Yeah, I mean, what four <laughs> playoffs in a row for the Bucks? It's and right. And the Lightning have been on an incredible ten year run, and the Rays have what five or six playoffs in a row, and yeah, the Rowdies yeah. have made four or five playoffs in a row as well. It's really true. They they they, they and they have world championships to show for. I mean, the mm-hmm. Rays don't right, and and um, no, but the Lightning have two in the last. Yeah, four years two, and the Bucks have Bucks one. Have a couple, mm-hmm. and and the so Rays have been to a World Series. The Rowdies have been to their final a couple times. That's right. That's right. You know, and USF had been struggling, and now you're starting to see some positive momentum, and and the programs, you know, seems to be moving in the right directions for both those sports. Welcome back, USF. Back in the discussion. It's tremendous. All right, uh, hockey is back, right? We're after it's the been a long start. eleven days. It has been. It feels like for it feels longer than that. Seriously, it almost feels like should, do we need to have training camp again or something? Or <laughs> I don't know what they do. I mean, if you're not coach, you haven't done a lot, right? Are you out there yeah. in rollerblades? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. So they're in New York tonight against the Rangers. Tomorrow night it's against the Islanders. Game. So back to back. Those are good games. The Rangers, especially. I'm, I'm, I'm really ex- interested to see how that goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a tough road trip. Uh, you've got, like I said, back to back Rangers and Islanders tonight, tomorrow. Now, the nice thing is you don't have to get on a plane. That's true. Uh, but then you got Columbus on Saturday, and then you're at Boston Tuesday. So, Oof, Boston too, huh? <laughs> yep. So you get both division leaders in the Eastern Conference. Wow. Well, if they come out of this, um, That'll be tremendous, you know, if you get if you mm-hmm. get some points out of this road trip. Well, you're just looking to, you know, hopefully they can keep that momentum of uh, they won eight of nine going into the break. Yeah, they were hot, red hot. You know, now it looks like Eric Chernak himself, Mikhail Sergachev will be back tonight. Uh, Tanner Janot's not quite ready yet, but hopefully this road trip. And you know, once you get Janot and Austin Watson back, it looks like Hayden Fleury's activated too. Um, yeah, may not skate tonight, but. Once you get Watson and Janot back, you've got a full healthy roster. That's tremendous. That's what you want for the second half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got 32 games to go. That's it. It's going to go quick. And you play about, what, three or four a week? Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to go pretty fast now. And they all they all matter so much that uh, you're going to run out of chances to, you know, to go past people. But, hey, man, yep. they uh, heard an interview the other day. You know, Stamp Coast. I mean, they're they're very confident. They love the way they're playing right now. It's just, and, and I'm sure they needed the rest. I mean, you, you think about this and you go, "Wow, mm-hmm. this team's going to be rusty." That, but but really, in reality, 
you need fresh legs and that's how you get through the second half. And so, um, especially a guy like, you know, Stamp Coast, the only guy to go to the All-Star game was Cooch. He'll be okay. Yep. More than likely. So. Yep. And now we're one week from pitchers and catchers reporting. <laughs> Can't wait, <laughs> please. But then it, then it's like, okay, okay, cool. They're in spring training and they don't play games for like a while. <laughs> and then it's like, wait a minute, how long is spring training? <laughs> And it feels like you're never going to get there. Yeah, I was talking to my boys about this uh, yesterday, actually, and uh-huh. about you know spring training is you know the pitchers catchers report next week, but the games don't start till the end of March. That's right. Like, what? Got another month to go. And even my know, wife right? was like, "Why is that?" And I'm like, "Well, they got a pitchers' arms, man. They can't. They don't just start from no pitches to a hundred. Like you got to stretch those arms out. Where you know football, you've got about." It's well, you've got over a month in football too. It's a long training camp. Uh, yeah, no, it is. I mean, it's three games, but it's more like five hockey's weeks. incredible because you start, you know, you open camp, and within a week you're already playing games, and then like that's it's beautiful. Like two and a half weeks that's, in, you're on the regular season. Like it's, it's beautiful. Like, it, they just shake my, go. <laughs> shake my hand. I'm loose. Let's go. I stretched. Come on, that's tremendous. Lightning's still in the middle of it, man. They really are. No, they're they're in a really good position right now. The teams around them keep losing. Toronto lost. Uh, Florida lost. Like the teams around them keep losing. That's huge. So if the Lightning can just they, they don't have to they don't have to win eight of nine, right? You know, but win six of nine. Yeah, yeah. You Stay know, above water. Keep, keep doing that. They're they're in a good position right now. You look at the points percentage. You look at the points. They don't have. There's not as many games in hand by the other teams on them now. Right, those other teams as they played those games have lost a lot of them. So, mm-hmm. Lightning are in a good position. They just need to, you know, okay, they got a four game road trip. What's the old say? You want five points on this four game road trip? Yeah, point. Yep. More so win two, lose an, one in overtime. You can lose another one. So right, you know, you don't have to. You don't need to take eight out of eight points. Oh, that'd be nice, but yeah. Well, the key is that you know that you want to be as healthy as possible, and then they're starting to get that way. So. And I think Vassy, you know, the last month really picked it up, got comfortable, is playing great. Probably could have used the rest as well. Um, I think, and, and I may have the numbers, I'm close, because Dave Mishkin's talked about this. Mm-hmm. In the last 18 games, they've given up more than three goals only three times. Wow. Now there's That's a fourth, tremendous. but it was the, the fourth goal was an empty netter in the other time. So That's tremendous, yeah. Three goals with the goalie in net. Wow. You know, where early in the season, that was not the case. Right. So right. out of 18 games, only three, they've given up more than three goals when the goalie was in the net. So, yeah. You know, so you're not that, turning it over. That's how you win hockey games. Like, mm-hmm. you'd still like to even be better. You'd like to make it two or less. Right. But, you know, you've got enough offense on this Lightning team where if you can keep doing that, you'll be in good mm-hmm. position. And I, I think it's really coincided with Vazzy getting back to form. Yeah, and I, I think every day he feels better. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, I you can see the, the difference in his play just in the last month, maybe less, but um, he certainly, you know, whatever, coming back after that much time off can't be easy no matter what they, the doctors tell you. So um, it's going to be a fun second half for sure. Um, okay, so let's see. You guys can still get mailback questions in if you want to. We had some we didn't get to any tonight, but uh, we can certainly do that before the week is out if you want to send them in. You can do so um, on Twitter at SportsDayTB. You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud. My email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. Lightning on the road tonight. 
against they, the Rangers. It's a TNT it, game too, so if, uh, national. Yeah, TNT tonight, who, ESPN tomorrow. So an eight o'clock start an, tomorrow. Who would the announcer for that be? Who's it be? like? It wouldn't be. I'm guessing Kenny Albert. I mean, he's the, that's he's what a I Rangers thought. Because he, he's so, a Rangers guy, so why not put him on TNT? And he's right? their main TNT guy, so it'd be easy for him. No travel, all that stuff. So I'm. I haven't seen who the announcer is, but I'm assuming he's great on hockey. I don't. I don't watch the games to listen to the announcers mm-hmm. per se. But man, if there's a good one, I will. <laughs> it's, it's. He's great on hockey. You know, he's really he's good, good on, on radio hockey too. Yeah. Oh, he does radio too. Okay. Yeah, he do, he's the he's the Rangers radio guy. Oh, I got. It. Oh, okay. But, but then the he TV travels guy. a lot, so the, if they have uh, guys fill in, yeah. For him, but yeah. he's really good on radio. Yeah, yeah. He's it, it's it's fun to hear him. That'll be a spirited uh, a spirited reunion for those two teams, no doubt about that. Okay, so we'll be back to talk about it. Anything else that goes on with the Bucks and their coaching staff? Keep it right here. Uh, go to TampaBay.com, uh, the Tampa Bay Times. And, of course, always, always listen to us. We appreciate each and every one of you. For Steve Burstick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tempe Times. Have a great day, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 